Thanks so much for having a chat. Thank you for coming and perfect timing as well, considering everything. Did you, um, I mean, uh, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to talking because the, the reason why I, I was, uh, what grabbed my attention is when you were sharing some of the um, <laughs> negative <laughs> feedback that you were getting from the trolls of the internet about the launch of your latest Fragrant Connection collection. But I need to, we need to take a moment yeah. to get to that. And I want it. So, so you've launched, uh, you've, you've, you have launched fragrances and this week you have launched the latest collection of fragrances. Tell me yes. what's, what, tell me about the, the, the fragrance world of Callum Mitchell. By oh. the way, I'm talking to Callum Mitchell. Hi, Callum. Sorry. I haven't even introduced you. <gasps> Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me. It feels special. It feels good. Um, it's my first podcast. Oh, wow. Mm. Great. How exciting. Yeah. Lovely. Um, okay. How, well, you know, just as for anyone out there who's who could also make use of this note, um, whenever you are new to a platform like podcast and video and having conversations, you always seem one always seems less energized than they think, and so you almost need to be giving kids TV level enthusiasm at all times yeah. in order to not seem um, miserable. <laughs> oh my God. Trust me, I am the opposite of miserable. I've got my Chardonnay. It's, you know, beautiful, oh, beautiful company. We're good. We're good. Great. Mm. So well, um, what, what um, you have been, I mean, you come from a really creative family. Everyone that I've, I, I know within your family is, uh, it's, I've never, literally never met a more creative collection of humans. <laughs> Usually in families, there's like, the, there's one or two creative kids. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and everyone else is a, lot, a little bit more maybe um, traditional in how they, in, in their needs to express themselves, even though I believe all human beings are creative, but the degree to yeah. which People need to express varies from person to person. You have a lot of highly expressive humans in your family. Take me through yes. the landscape of creative expression oh, that is okay. in yeah. uh, Casa Mitchell. Casa Mitchell. So we've got um, well, my parents met on on set of a like a short film and um, kind of set up the whole theme of our family because they basically got engaged after meeting after one day, even though my mom already had a boyfriend at the time. They fell in love and um, they, so they met on the movie set. Mum was a, they were both teachers at the time. And it was quite funny because mum didn't like him at first. She thought he was arrogant and, you know, he was, she was asking questions and she goes, how do you do this? And he goes, I'm an actor, but not an American accent, but in my memory, it's like that. Um, but basically they met on, yeah, on set on a movie and then, they fell in love. She had to, she told her boyfriend, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm leaving you for this guy. They've known each other one day. They got engaged within 24 hours. So romance, it's like over the top. And then, your, I mean, your dad was, I, I watched your dad on TV on the comedy company growing up. He's like <laughs> an iconic Australian comedian. Was he already that well known when they met or was this no, before yeah. he, he was, like, was on TV? He was in his like, he was like my age. So he was like 29. He, what wasn't you know he was basically he was still a teacher and he really wanted to go into acting and basically mum was like look just do it and we'll see what happens and luckily comedy company happened and he did a show before that called the 11th hour and then so we had a lot of um i mean he had a lot of yeah it, was, it all happened at once i think around 30 something so this was a way before was your mum also an actor or was she in another department? She was actually kind of more of a dancer. 
she wanted to be an actress, but like more for fun. She did a lot of ads. There's quite, there's some funny ads we have in our, um, in our family videos. The HS collection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all very, is, um, yeah, very fun. Is you, is your, uh, so, and, uh, when I met your dad once upon a time, he is, seemed incredibly chill and yeah. like a, just a, a really relaxed guy, but I expected him to be completely madcap and over the top because his characters were yeah. like con the fruiterer and, <laughs> and then his wife. And then who, who are, like your dad played some really iconic, well-known yeah. personas that he gave life to. What was there anyone else that people might remember him as? I mean, there, he was also the, um, do you remember, uh, what was it? Mr. Worm or something? No, what was it? Mr. Fish. I don't know if you know. Oh yeah. yeah. So that yeah, was, yeah. He, oh yeah. On, yeah. on, was it on a show? Yeah. It was called, oh my God, it's, I'm blanking. Was it wasn't like around the twist or something, was it? Well, he was Mr. Gribble and ran the twist and he was, oh yep. He was also Mr. Fish on that other show, whatever that was. So he always plays villains. Um, okay. Yeah. Because, and that's kind of, I mean, he's a bit, he's got that little spicy edge. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's got spice. He's totally, got spice. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. um, and then and in the the next generation of Clan Mitchell, I just feel yeah. like it's just a cavalcade of creative expression of yes. stars. Yes. Talk me through how your siblings are, yeah. uh, you know, express themselves. Yeah. Well, so we have Reese, the eldest, and he is an actor. He's a writer, producer. Um, yeah. He's just the thing is, we all kind of mix mix up, you know, and like I feel like. We don't all, we're not just doing one thing, which I think is interesting because, you know, we kind of help each other and we work together a lot. Um, but Reese is definitely like, you know, he set it up. He's the eldest. He, he was always doing acting and directing and film, a lot of film. And then, um, he's also a musician. He has a band. And then there's Lewis, who's a, the best writer in Australia. Um, I think. What does Lewis write? Comedy mostly, but it's good. But, you know, writers, they're kind of a bit more, um, you know, under the <laughs> chill, <laughs> yeah, yeah, more chill. But he's also a great actor. I mean, he's probably the most naturalistic. I would say. Oh, is that a bit, is that mm. a bit spicy take on? on Does, would talk? anyone have in, would anyone have encountered Lewis's writing? Oh. Because I feel like because because Reese, um, yeah, people would know, maybe know from Upper Middle Bogan or That's right. like he's always you know he's popping up in in lot. He's like you know very memorable. Yeah. much like your dad. So you always remember him in things, yeah. but would people, um, does, has Lewis had his work, um, published in a, in a way that people might've encountered? Hmm. Uh, unfortunately not yet, but. Uh, okay. He so was, he's yeah. an untapped genius. Yes, exactly. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and your sister is an incredible painter. Yes. Like her work is just yeah, she's, voluminous and explosive. I, I wanted to show us, we have, have it all over the house, but it's, um, yeah, she's been, it's funny because she actually wanted to do acting, but then she kind of fell into painting. So they're kind of these two things she, you know, kind of carries. Um, lately, though, she's been, been, been getting into more acting. And um, yeah, it's just like, this is what happens. You kind of like touch this and touch that and you kind of keep working on different things. So, you know, and then she's doing acting and painting. Um, and then comes me who's doing, I like to write with Lewis. We do like a lot of comedy kind of web series stuff together so the reason it's not his work's not seen is because it's a bit youtube -y, you know we can link it up later <laughs> bit, you know it's not absolutely yeah and then and, and yeah. also the thing i think the thing about some for, some art forms you can really um step forward into the public sphere quite 
yeah. uh, at quite a young age, quite effortlessly. Like you can be a young actor or a young, young painter and people can access the work pretty effortlessly. But I feel like if you're a writer, to me, I feel like that's a long game. You know, I think people, yeah. if you're, if you're writing, you tend, it tends, I imagine that people who are really making work that lands and resonates uh, more often than not, it feels like something that happens, yes, you know, I agree, after you've been doing sure. it for some time. I agree. It's uh, like and it's, when it's you were, very, you know, Oh, yeah, sorry. Time. No, I was just going to say, it just, it takes time. Like acting is so um, visual that it's, you can kind of, you know, build up a, you know, a catalog, but writing is like, it's, it's a lot more hidden and, you know, takes time. When you were looking around the landscape of, cause I, I often am really fascinated by how siblings yeah. uh, um, well, relate Dan, to each Dan, other Dan, in actually, terms of. I have one more sibling I haven't mentioned, so I should mention her. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, so there's Dana. So she's also probably the funniest person I know, but she's also a playwright um, and she's a great musician. So we've got a mix there. So, you know, just want to... Um, wow, just, so there's, there's, five there's five highly creative yeah. Mitchells in your mm. in that generation. Yeah, it's like a, wow. a hive. It's, 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 it's wonderful to think about how... Uh, well, the fact that you've gone into fragrance, it was almost like, what's left for me to define myself? <laughs> it's true. I know, it's true. And Everything I've, I've else. Been, I've been doing a bit of acting lately, which is not really, I'm not good at, but it's fun to do. You know, it's, it pops up here and there. You might see me on YouTube. That, do you get, um, do you have, I suppose one thing that I noticed that Reese does so well, because I probably have known Reese the longest, but, um, but th that would have trickled down to everyone else's approach it was always very um just give it a go just yeah. yes and it was very um yeah. there was no barrier to entry it seems and yes. i think yeah. one of the the biggest advantages of being surrounded by what i call sort of believing mirrors that's an artist that the term from the artist's way by julia cameron but if you're surrounded by mirrors that say yes you can you just automatically assume yes i can and so if you have an idea for something it's so easy if you don't have um, believing mirrors around you to second guess or suffer mm. from imposter syndrome or believe that no one wants to know what you have to to say. But if everyone is just saying, just roll the dice, give it a go, let's just see what happens, that creative experimentation can become, can lead to things. Yes. Yeah, completely. I think, uh, you know, I think that it's 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 been lucky for us that we all have that you know, creative, um, it's like our, that's who we are. And I think you can't really deny that once it's around you, you've been raised with it as well. I do think though, there is a bit of self doubt, but I think everyone experiences that, you know, undeniably, mm. I think that that comes with the territory regardless, but the, the thing yeah. that the only important thing, the important thing is not that you've experienced doubt or not. Mm. The important thing is that you're just doing, doing it anyway. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Which because I think you can time. also, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the tragedy of, um, of, our, <laughs> of being surrounded by so many, um, in, it, social media sensations, mm. it gives everyone a really false impression that if you haven't been, uh, nationally famous by the time you're mm. 25, <laughs> 30, <laughs> then, then what's the point? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. there are, there are so many things that I imagine having lived some life before you step up to the plate to make your, to make work that really resonates. I mean, I think you should be experimenting and making work 
as early as you possibly can so yep. that by the time you have lived enough life that you're really ready to change how people think, yeah. then your ability to do the thing and the message that you want to instill can hopefully be uh, elevated enough that you can really resonate on a human level in a, in a more impactful way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and people can sense when you're doing something you don't like, you know what I mean? Like that thing of authenticity, if you're doing something that speaks to you on that authentic level, um, you don't have to try very hard. When you came to work out what your, uh, was fragrance something that you came to thinking uh, from, from a technical perspective or were you enchanted by mm. how the medium speaks to people? Yeah, well, I'm actually, I don't know if you know this about me, Dan, but I'm actually quite nerdy. I'm, I'm a secret nerd. <laughs> and so I like to, like, I like how things work, you know what I mean? So for me, I was like, how, how does this work? Like, how do you have a leather fragrance? Like, what is leather? You know, and I was thinking a lot about that. And I was also equally um, obsessed with creating my own scent, like for myself. You know, I'm a Leo, so I have to like, you know, it's all about myself. So for me, it was very much like, yeah, like, how do I do this? Let's look into this. Let's research. I was, I would be on blogs. I would look up, I would just buy things like materials. And I, based on what people told me, and then like, suddenly it turned into a studio or whatever, you know? And then, yeah, eventually it became something bigger. But when I first started, it was just because I was obsessively trying to unpack what, how one makes a fragrance. Yeah. How long ago did you first make the inroads into investigating? It was, it was 2019. I remember it clearly because I quit my job and I said, I want to be my own boss. And it was very much like a, it was, it was actually kind of, the timing was quite good because 2019, I was, you know, researching a lot. And then 2020 happened, the lockdown, that's all I could think about. So all I did was just make perfume. It was a good side of the situation. Yeah, perfect. That's great timing because mm. it, most people had to find a way to be yeah. self-sustained anyway. Yeah. So it's nice that you had your own incubator to <laughs> yeah, exactly. experiment in. Yeah. Is, um, what, what was that process like from the perspective of, of where, how to know how to begin? Because many people get excited by the idea that they could do something like this, but wouldn't even know where yeah. to start. What was, what was the very first, did you have to go and speak to people who worked in a perfume space to know what the process looked like? Yeah, there was some, um, there's, if you're, we're, we're kind of lucky nowadays because we have so, so much access to, uh, you know, different blogs. Like there's something called base notes, um, which is like a perfumer's, you know, it's almost like the, the database. And so you can, and it's got forums and forums and forums and you can find what you need to. Um, but a lot of it does come down to realizing that it's way more difficult than it is. You can't just do one plus one equals three. It's actually quite involved and, and it kind of it drives you a little nuts. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, when you, uh, when you began the process, was it all around nailing a particular mm. one particular scent story that you needed to tell, or were you thinking of it as a, as a set? Yeah, actually, beginning. I was just, I just wanted to create one fragrance. And then I realized while I was doing it, you know, oh, but you could also do this and this and this. And then it kind of like became this hideous mess. And everything I made was bad, but that's part of it, you know? 
like I remember t- telling, I, I showed Lani, my sister, some of the fragrances, um, my first batch of my leathery, I want to create a leather fragrance. And she goes, hmm, it smells kind of like fish food. And I was like, fuck. And then, so that was my first critique. And then I've since had more and that's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like definitely. Did you nail leather? Did you get, did you nail leather in the end? Okay. So for my first release, I do have a leather fragrance. It's called Bully. Um, it was meant to smell like a, I mean, I think it captures it, but you're meant to be on the back of a motorcycle and you're smelling the guy in front of you and his, his jacket, his sweat, all of that. Yeah. All of this, you know, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think that I'm in, I'm yeah, in, yeah, yeah, exactly. sign me up. I'll send you some, um, but <laughs> it, it was, it's not a, the original idea I had for the leather, but, um, it's endless. So you can keep, you know, make it, you can do anything really. And that's kind of like the best thing about it. I did once when I was in LA, I did a, a sandalwood class and, um, that was really fun because I think there's a bit more of a niche perfume culture there. And, uh, the lady, the lady, it's like a child, the perfumer who was um, teaching us this sandalwood course, she said, the one thing you have to realize is it's actually endless. So there's endless possibilities of what you can create. And that's kind of daunting at first. So you just have to kind of like dive in and just swim and keep going, you know? So there's endless leather to be made. You, you touched on it uh, when you mentioned the name of the leather fragrance, Bully. Mm. Um, I'm all, I love the way that a name offers a frame through which to experience something. It drives me crazy when an artist will leave work untitled because I not only want the name, but I want the descriptor as yes. to what, you know, because that, that's that's my way in. I, it's, it's, it's hard for me just to sometimes sit back and try to, to know how to enter a piece of work, whether yeah. it be a painting or a fragrance or, you know, whatever it happens to no, be. No, I'm so glad I you actually to, say I, that. Yeah. Because for um, me, that uh, was really important to do that, to kind of, you know, zoom in on a character or an archetype or a place. And instead of saying, this is a patchouli fragrance, or this is a rose fragrance, I, did, I actually, I'm telling the, the person, like, this is where we're going, you know? Um, so it was a very, it was very um, conceptually uh, what I wanted to to do with the f- titles of the fragrances. It's also great because people bring their those words have resonance and history and baggage. Mm. <laughs> so people bring that baggage to the experience of of hearing a, a word. Which how fabulous to load up yeah. uh, the, and the experience of a fragrance with the, a term like bully. Yeah. Exactly. What else did you, what, what are your other titles? What else did you use? Um, so for one of my, um, so I'm in the first release, I was very strict about, you know, it's a, it was the first vibe. So I wanted it to be big, heavy hitters, different stories. So among those, there was um, my vintage floral fragrance, which is called Nightstand. And I wanted it to be like something that from the old Hollywood 50s, you know, she's wearing a silk gown, she's doing her moisturizer. And she's sitting by the bed. You know, I wanted it to be like that bedroom boudoir sort of scent, but also equally modern because that's kind of like the two worlds I like, you know, like that sort of throwback nostalgic, but then also really modern and um, minimal. Um, so, yeah, so that was Nightstand. And then alongside that, I had Whiskey, which was all about, you know, it, Whiskey. It's about like, you know, whiskey breath and cigarette smoke and 
all these things. Um, and then last word was another one in that one. And that was that this sort of zingy conversation. I pictured this woman in like, you know, slick back hair with a green suit on very like old and always has the last word and throwing her drink around, you know, and just pointing at people. And then we have, <laughs> um, pretty boy. So pretty boy was the most popular. Um, I think cause it's very like, it was very soft and, um, clean and, um, romantic as well. You also would have been presenting something that has only bec become more and more popular with every passing month in a, a branding capacity is gender neutrality and yeah. cross pollinations of genders. Yes. So the idea of, I could imagine all genders leaning into pretty boy. For sure. Exactly. And, and, and talk about baggage, you know, mm. talk about how bring allowing people to own their identity in a way that celebrates, um, yeah. the fluidity and experience yeah. the fluidity of it and, and an experience of maybe having been made to feel othered for having been a pretty boy mm. and then to own it by, by choosing to wear it. It's, it's pretty yeah. magnificent. Well, it's actually the latest collection is I was following that train and it's kind of gotten me into a little bit of backlash actually. So well, I'm just thinking that th thankfully I can now own being a bully yeah. and wear it. Yeah. It's like, I can be a bully, <laughs> you know, but it's not, it's also playing into what you expect a bully to be like. Cause it's actually quite a, a sweet and gentle fragrance. So I was kind of like, you know, I was misunderstood. Yeah, exactly. It's a shrinking violet under all that leather. <laughs> <laughs> under all that leather. Um, yeah, totally. totally. Yeah. What about, uh, so what, in this latest release that's come out in the last couple yeah. of weeks, uh, six months after the first drop, what, what, what's on the cards for the mm. yeah. summer 23? Yeah. So collectionnaire. I was a <laughs> collectionnaire. I was very much, um, inspired by like pool party, you know, and like summer as this sort of flirtatious season, people kind of being a bit taken by the heat. And so I was, one of my first fragrances was called love bomb. I know it's a bit of a lo lo love, love bomb. So bomb, cute. yeah, cause you know, the idea of love bombing someone, it's like, you just release all this almost synthetic love and this sort of gushy, overly flirtatious, overly like joyful. And I, I think for me, it was quite significant because it was, I wanted it to be my most coquettish and flirtatious fragrance. It's a rose fragrance, but it's very sweet and very, um, very, um, yeah, indulgent. Someone mm. said, someone who smelled it, one of the people who were working at my events, um, at my launch party, she said it smells like Marie Antoinette, but as a fembot. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. We love, we love her. Um, and then alongside that, I had sycophant, which sycophant, um, was a fig fragrance. So the word sycophant, we use it as like a sort of slanderous term for someone who, you know, kisses your ass and like, you know, is just trying to win you over. But the actual term comes from a Greek word meaning sikos, which is fig. And then the fant part uh, is about showing where the figs are basically. So I like that idea of like that weird sort of origin story. Um, so that was a very fig fragrance, fig leaf, and just lying under the fig tree and just being completely obsessed with. In, in, yes, yeah. indulgent. In, yeah, exactly. I mean, because summer is very much that sort of, you know, call me by your name energy of like just laying back and being taken over. 
Um, just fuck a fig. And yeah, fuck a fig. <laughs> um, but you know, I've got five, right? So that's two. Um, and then there's, of course, money water. This one was meant to smell like mezcal. I'm always inspired by a bit of a drink, you know, it's just it's in my genetics. But um, I really liked that smoky mineral kind of dry asphalt mineral scent, you know, almost like the heat on the road. And um, I really want to capture that. So that one, Money Water is all about that sort of like sexy oud, but for the summer. And then, um, uh, sorry, now I'm blanking on the, this one. Oh, we've got bull, Bully, oh. Sycophant. So we've got Sycophant, Love Bomb, um, Money Water. And then we've got um, Porcelain. Porcelain is all about this sort of quiet, muted tone of summer. Almost like you're like hiding indoors. It's all about iris and musk. So it's very soft and feminine and beautiful. And I wear that one because it kind of makes me feel a bit like classy. <laughs> a bit eleganza. And then um, we have the final one, which people love. This is the most popular of the, the, at the latest launch. Um, and it's called, get ready, called Fuckboy. <laughs> Last, <laughs> yes, uh, Pretty Boy was the first, yeah. Pretty Boy's evolved. Yes. And then summer comes and I was thinking, what's a sequel? Because I like to approach perfume like a, like a movie. Like I'm like, what's the sequel to Pretty Boy? Like what, who is the Pretty Boy in summer? And I was like, oh my God, it's, it's the Fuckboy. And I think, wow. I think it's, it was funny because for me, it's such a cultural phenomenon with our generation. I think there's, there's, you know, we didn't really have the same, we didn't have that years ago, but now it's just so prevalent. And the thing is, it does smell like a fuckboy. I wish you could smell it, Dan. It, I wish I could smell it too. What's in, what's in fuckboy? I'm dying to, mm. to get a sense of, of, of their character. Yeah. So he, this person smells like pina coladas and um, mm. suntan lotion and also smells oh, yeah. kind of like... I've met them. Yeah, you've met them. Yeah. Also smells like cocaine. There I said it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's very... I think like... I met them in Mykonos in 2007. <gasps> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. <laughs> no, mm. but guess what? He, this person, very. it's also a very fun fragrance. So for me, it was really important to have that sense of humor and that playfulness, um, which... For me, the winter fragrance was a little, it was a bit dark and mysterious, which is great. But I felt like this time I wanted to do something a bit more joyful, playful, and kind of tongue in cheek. Um, some people online, well, let's just say this the, at the launch, and people I know, they love it, they get it, they smell it, they know who this is. Um, mm. But for people who haven't smelt it, and for people who don't know what a fuckboy is, they're quite, they're quite taken by it. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't like it. People don't like the name. If, if you're not pissing people off, if you're not being mm. provocative, mm. then, you know, no, no, no risk, no glory. You yes. have to really, you know, we live in an attention economy That's and true. people, I would much rather offend some, but get the attention of others yeah. than appease most and kind of fly under the radar. Yeah. And the idea that people would, I mean, I also feel like, you know what, I, I'll be really offensive to anyone that doesn't live in Melbourne by saying this, but, you know, I live, I grew up, Melbourne's given me my perspective, and even though I've lived in Sydney for 10 years, mm -hmm. there it, it is a sophisticated cultural capital of the Southern Hemisphere. Mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah. all of the cities in Australia and New Zealand, <laughs> but it's, uh, 
uh, but it's actually, yeah. you have to really be pushing the needle forward in order to even register a blip on people's radar. And so I imagine by just existing in a noteworthy and interesting way to get the attention of the people you want to be getting the attention of yeah. in a Melbourne landscape. Yeah. By the time you think about people who are living in regional parts of Australia, where they're probably five to 10 years behind in terms of what they're wanting and desiring. Uh, it's like, who do you really want to appeal to? Yeah. And, totally. and, and, I, and it doesn't, and you're not in David, you're not at an airport. You're not at David Jones. Like you don't have to worry about having yeah. <laughs> yet having mass, mass appeal. You're, yeah. you're making fragrances for in yeah. small batch for yes. a niche audience. Yes. So you have to throw down and be provocative and be yeah. next, like next gen. You can't be doing the thing yeah. that I, is going to appeal to the masses. Exactly. And I think, um, thank you one firstly, um, but also I didn't realize it'd be offensive or provocative to be honest. I think cause my clump, I don't know. I'm, I'm quite a, like a playful person. I'm quite lighthearted as well. So when I did that, when I made that decision, I wasn't even thinking this will be, this will push some buttons, I think. So that's why I, when I got the backlash, I was quite like, I was like a little shocked, but also I was like, okay, maybe it does, doesn't translate uh, culturally. Maybe some people don't know what that means. And they're just reading the two words, you know, like, fuck boy. And, I, and I'm like, okay, I can understand why that wouldn't make sense to some people. But if you are in, I guess, Melbourne, LA, New York, London, Sydney, you will know what, um, yes. yeah, you'll know. Yeah, oh, and, and as well, like, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm painting with a broad stroke by saying these yeah. people only exist in Melbourne, but they exist en masse in Melbourne. They exist yes. in every, in every, they exist every, all over every, the world in I lots go. of different neighborhoods. Yeah. But, um, but people who would appreciate that framing mm -hmm. exist everywhere, but they're not, this is the thing as well which I think gives people a very, and I'm looking forward to actually discussing the troll, the, the sheer dragging, the trolling that you've received when, when doing the most recent uh, launch. But I will say the reason why I think the response has been so huge and so hectic is because those for whom it makes sense don't feel compelled to do anything about it because the right audience that is receiving it is just kind of impressed, but not not impressed enough necessarily to take to the internet to say it in a big way. Because for them, it's just like, oh, that's cool. No, that, yeah. that, that, I'm I want to smell that. I want to buy that. That's great. Totally. But the people who are <laughs> who are so incensed because it's making them feel all I don't kinds know, of ways. I'm all kinds of ways. Mm. All those delicious kinds of ways mm. that I can't wait to unpack. <laughs> um, those are the that 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 way in which you've made them feel in that moment is the reason why they want to let you know about it on the blog. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I, can you give me an indication of, of some of the, um, well, you mentioned the backlash, but some of the response um, that has taken you by surprise when you did the, the launch most recently? Yeah. So honestly, I was surprised in general of just, actually, no, I wasn't surprised by my support. I was, I've been so supported by my friends, my peers, people who are in the city, like who come to the, pop-ups and the launch, I've always been supported. So it's kind of padded me a little. Um, so when I received this backlash, it didn't really affect me that much, but I found it so intriguing. Would you like me to like read them now? 
I I would love to get get a sense of who's out there and yeah. who's and who's feeling compelled to respond. So where um the some of these um mean tweets, <laughs> so to speak, have they come from uh, blogs or yes. people like anonymous people just like writing on like yes. right? So so, I, so yeah. uh, set, 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 set the paint scene. the picture for me. Yeah. So I, someone um there's a perfume blog. Someone comes yes. across mm-hmm. your so, your brand. Can you pronounce? Can, sorry, can, um, can you pronounce the name of the fragrance brand? Oh for me? yes, no, per- it's um per- it's Pedrasar. 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 Yeah. So Pedrasar. I can. Yeah, it's a family name. So it's it's a oh, French, yeah, so it's a French, um, Swiss French, actually, uh, side of the family. And I thought it was kind of a cute, romantic approach to, it's like depersonalizing the personal. It's still part of me, but it's not, you know? So it has this kind of, because um, I, I, I didn't want to say like Keller Mitchell on the, on the fragrances. I'm not like Tom Ford, you know, I'm not trying to do that <laughs> thing. Yet. Yet, you know, I know. Now this, well, you'll see some of these comments, but, um, uh, there is, I did want to do something slightly personal, but also really removed from myself. So it felt like good to kind of pull into the past and pluck it out. But um, essentially, yeah, people can't pronounce it. And that's okay, because maybe that's part of the enigma, you know, <laughs> like... Those that know, yeah, know. exactly. It's like Versace, not Versace. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just, I just recently heard someone say Versace and I was like, yeah, yeah it is that. I yeah, had never yeah. thought that before. Yeah. In all, yeah. in all my, in all my Versace appreciating, exactly. Versace appreciating Versace. years. It's also like, you um, know, Lueve so, Lu- Lu- or whatever. You know, remember they did that? Yeah. Lueve. Lueve. Yeah. Lueve. 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 Versace. 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 Yeah. So. Is, is, is Pedro Sat, Pedro Sat, Pedro Sat, Pedro Sat. is it, um, <laughs> is it, is it um, the the what people are coming across it on a blog that's mm-hmm. giving them access to information about the launch? Do they get to read a little spiel about the ideas behind it in order to make their judgments? Um, so, in this scenario, I actually had someone from Fragrantica come to my pop up after my launch. I invited her because she was the only representative in Melbourne. So I thought this is perfect come smell the fragrances you know it'll be just like a great conversation with someone who is in that world um so and so, this is a note a noteworthy a noteworthy fragrance uh platform yeah 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 fragrantica is like imdb that of perfume <gasps> you know wow so, yeah okay. so it's like so 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 big yeah so if it's Huge. there if it's in if it's on there it's good you want your perfumes on there it kind of legitimize legitimizes the the, the collection um so Brilliant. essentially i messaged her and I, I was like, cause I, I, you don't really, it's not very common to find someone in Australia on these, um, who work for this company. So I was like, wow, you're in Melbourne, like come along. Um, and she's, she was so kind and sweet. And I talked her through each fragrance and I talked to her, told her about the brand. Her name's Sophia. So Sophia wrote this beautiful article. Um, I didn't realize that that was going to happen, but that was a really good result. I, I kind of just invited her to, you know, talk about the, the brand and get me on Fragrantica in terms of the database. But I didn't think she'd actually write a beautiful, thought-out, um, poetic review of the show. But she did. And, yeah. And when you say show, what, what, was, what was the show? Was the show you talking about it or was there some was, people to Yeah, no. So it was with? just the, um, it was at, at the Above, which is an exhibition space in Fitzroy. And it was just all the perfumes... Um, you know, set up um, for people to come, you know, experience the collection. 
because you know you have to smell them in real life you can read descriptions but you know after all a perfume you have to in, interact with so i wanted to almost have this like yeah exhibition style show where people could walk in and spray away and so uh, uh sophia's um write-up of the of the show goes live on on the internationally read fragrance yes. blog that's or platform correct. that's correct and and then um you started to to observe the response yeah so after so it was very funny it was a good morning i was just in the sun drinking coffee sun baking you know very in my leo element and then i went on fragrantica as one does and i was like what the fuck because i saw this picture of me wearing these by the way i was like this wearing my little tom fords all right so i was wearing those i was that of my face is on the blog and i'm like oh my god and i read it and i was like wow that's so sweet anyway then i scroll down too far and then there's just <sighs> comments you know let's get what, some what, what's, what was the, what was the, what was the ratio of positive to negative oh, okay so 29 comments and okay two are good one is neutral and then the rest are just like get him 26 yeah <laughs> drag him drag. 26 um <laughs> nails <gasps> in your coffin all right yeah. give me a taste of what the fragrantico yeah. community yeah, has yeah. to has to has to project onto you so one person said okay so at the time i was wearing my big sunglasses as seen and uh just a nice simple blazer with no, nothing underneath it was a hot day um you know, I wanted that look, that shirt, that chest thing, you know, I've been working on my chest, as you know, Dan, so I need to get it out. I know. You don't have to justify yeah. it to me. Yes. It's whatever, you know, it's honestly, thing. you're in the business of, you're in the business of sex, <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly. This... So you have to have a little, you know, yum. Um, so someone it says, does, it's, it's <laughs> one of the first. It's fuck boy. Not, yeah, I was not, being a character, not, sweetie. Not virgin boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I wanted to be, I want to be there, you know. Um, so yeah, someone it's, says, it's fuck boy, not saving myself for marriage. So yeah, continue. yeah, chaste boy. That's that's next. Mm. That's all like pillowy, musky, Ooh. and you know, yeah. clean, clean cotton. Mm. Yeah, Mormon. Yes. Yeah, white um, boxes. So per, for, mm. Yeah, lovely, yummy lemonade. <laughs> um, voice of God said linen, linen and regret. Sorry, I'm going to carry. No, on. no, write it all down. So I'll use it. Whatever you put. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So voice of God says. I hope someone buys some so he'll be able to buy a shirt and a new jacket that's not three sizes too big for him. So I was like, oh, okay. So someone just needs a little fashion But class. also like irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. irrelevant. Ir ir irrelevant to the quality of the product. But anyway, what, what else do the, the exactly. community have to say? And then, and then, so I read that and I was like, ah, uh -huh, cute. You know, someone just needs to like, you know, look into like buying. I should just send that person a blazer and maybe they can play with that. And, um, a, and a link to like Tom Brown's oh, please. Um, Vogue yeah. Runway. Yeah. Please. Um, anyway. And then continue. it goes, and then an hour later, this person says, so Gold Iris says, he looks like how I imagine the perfect fragrance snob to look like. I'm not hating, just stating the obvious, especially with those huge pretentious glasses. Lol. And I'm like, you know what? <sighs> they are Where's their appreciation for the... For th yeah, exactly. Where's your appreciation for theater, guys? That's exactly what you actually. I'm coming from a perspective of like, you know, showmanship and like being like, you know, more is more. And like, 
Oh, alas, they didn't like it. Also, I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives and I was going through my Lisa Rinna phase, you know, so it's like mm. big and gold, you know. Um, the, uh, you, you, sent, you sent me some of these joys. So I've just got oh, someone saying, so, someone's one, of, uh, one comment by Frag7700 says, meh. Yeah. And Glyph says, I'm sick of this tacky trend of naming fragrances with blatantly offensive names. I will no longer bother sampling fragrances that do this. I've had enough. Time to try another, more mature marketing technique, perfumers. Exactly. Glyph has, Glyph has had enough. He did. Um, well, they did. And you know what? Uh, sure. That, I didn't know it was blatantly oh, offensive. Look here. This is, this is great. Someone says, I agree with what everyone is saying about the names, but damn it, if I'm not dying to try Fuckboy in spite of myself, I'm a sucker for Pina Colada. It's a shame they're not available worldwide yet. See, that's exactly, it's it. I'm dying. I am dying to know what Fuckboy smells like. Maybe because I want to know out. if you're doing, if you're doing it justice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. You're going to find dying out. to know. Um, yeah. Um, so that was, that was one of the neutral ones. So, I mean, I don't really understand. But because I don't know where to start, but like, I didn't know it was offensive one. I think maybe they think fuck boy also, means French boy or something. Yeah, maybe, 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 or like, you know, mm. I was thinking, <laughs> do I think it's like inappropriate to like, does it think it has like child sex connotations? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. is, is, are they like, it's not a directive guys. No, yeah. Yeah. It's um, like, I'm not, yeah. It's not a, you know. Mm, hopefully um what else someone else uh M mute says another niche brand trying to make dollars off tacky names and zero effort and boring bottle designs even the advert is just lazy uneven shot of an empty room taken on a smartphone and ms paint text slapped over the top i mean that sounds pretty meta and pretty fabulous to me yes thank you but also i feel like i mean baby i went to vca i'm very self-aware <laughs> like like and you know what's, I mean, you know, what's fabulous is what do you want? Like, is, do you want earnestness? Oh, do you, you know, yeah. I, I often think, okay, if this is your, if this is not okay to you, if there's something offensive about the way in which the, the, the branding is, is, is created mm. and it's probably because they can't smell it. So they have to comment on what they can ultimately have yeah. access to, but mm. it just amazes me that you could be stuck in your backwater somewhere and you could be projecting hate onto someone who's doing a thing because that, to me it feels like you know you're not making fragrance yeah mute mute <laughs> and if you did probably i, I mean unless, unless they're all unless they're all just tom ford's various geysers and he's just um you know oh. and well do you know what try, this actually is a good segue because headward said more like a lalabo post-internet tom ford imitation trying to disguise as Dusita, hidden under a cowardly mask of irony. I definitely try these fragrances, but this brand, but this branding is the opposite of groundbreaking. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I'm like, I, I kind of liked being called a uh, Lulabo post-internet Tom Ford. I'm like, that's kind of cute. Yeah. I mean, to be, to be post-internet is kind of fabulous. I mean, but what is the, um, <laughs> Well, um, talk me through the branding because yeah. to me, I feel like it's beautiful. It's simple. It's, it's, you know, there's a, there's a simplicity and a, and a, and a, 
yeah. positive reductiveness to it. What was it that you were looking to achieve with the with the, the way in which you packaged it, it all? It's completely just what I like. You know, I really, really don't like too much. I really don't. And I, I feel like that was me trying to be as true to myself as possible. Like, what do I want on my mantelpiece? What do I want here? Like, as you can see, the, the first choice I made, let me take this off. The first choice I made was I didn't want a label because labels get a bit gross. You know, over time, they kind of get... Mm. Oh, yes, I know what you yeah, mean. Yes. Kind of you as in like, um, yeah. if you slap a plastic label on a glass bottle, it ends up showing wear after a while. Yeah, and like paper as well, like those soft paper, they, they look beautiful when you first print them, but then after a while, they turn, they start to curl and go fuzzy. So I wanted something very clean and clean cut and modern. And so I did this kind of like screen printing um, you know, effect. Mm. And I wanted it to, the bottle to be kind of something you have to spin. I wanted it to have that mm -hmm. physical touch. Um, so we got Love like, that. you know, fuck boy there. Um, and for me, I, with that, I don't, I just love a clean, I just love clean, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't need to do. I, that's gorgeous. Yeah. I don't need to um, distract someone with, you know, ornate designs, but also the bottle didn't call for it. Cause I think the bottle is just beautiful as is. Just big and heavy. And, and how, let, let's talk about. Oh, I wish I could have something to I know, sense just how yeah. the design was like. But talk to me about that really practical. I didn't even ask you, which is kind of essential to the process. I'm sure people are saying, how does he make the fragrances? Yeah. Let's just talk about the fragrance themselves. Do you go and find essences of, like, talk, leather's a great one because leather's an abstract concept mm. to create in a scent. Yeah. Do you just go and find essences? from a some source in Australia that allows you to gather um, yeah. ingredients that you then experiment with quantities to nail the desired effect. Is that how, yeah. It, how it works? Yeah, pretty much. I think there's a bit of misunderstanding as well with perfume. People think aroma chemicals are, are bad, but there's, it's so interesting. We live in this really great time where sometimes you have to go with something synthetic. It's better for the environment. It's renewable. Um, it, it doesn't, you know, for something like sandalwood, you would find there's been a huge, back in the day, sandalwood was like, bang, 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 bang. But now it's like, it's in reservations. You need to be like, make sure they're like sustainably sourced. And the cost is just insane. And so these companies have built these molecules that recreate the scent of sandalwood. So when you're at a store, Mecca even, if you're smelling a sandalwood fragrance, got to break it to you. It's not real sandalwood. It's just not. And so people have to first realize that when I say I, I use naturals and aroma chemicals, it's not scary. So that's the first thing. And there are some, you know, scary uh, synthetics, but most of the time they're banned for perfume use. Mm. So there's a big company called IFRA who are in charge of saying, you can't use this, you can't use this, you can only use this much of that because everything's in percentage. So yeah, you do start with maybe a molecule or a natural and you kind of build around that. But every fragrance is at least, I mean, this is, I'm just generalizing, but this, you don't really have a fragrance that's two things or three things. It's pretty much like 20 different things working together. You can go more minimal with it, um, but, you know, you do end up just adding a little touch here and there of different things. And when, you know, like when someone makes a, writes a book and they self-publish, is it the similar kind of... Uh process in in the perfume space where you you come up with a formula and then you're literally um or are, you, are you mixing every 
oh, yeah. boy yourself or is oh, someone yeah. doing it for you? No, it's all, it's, this is the, the different thing. It's, I do everything myself. It's all by hand. So I've got this like, uh, sort of big scale, big, you know, one liter, uh, flat, what is it called when you put a glass beaker? Mm. Uh, I need more of this. No, but, um, I need, <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, everything's done by hand by me, which is great. It actually kind of is what I want to do with the whole thing. I, I kind of like the idea of me putting myself and my work and my time into it. Touching every fuck boy. Fucking yeah. Fuck yeah. But that being said, there will probably be a time when things just get great. I mean, now that I have 10 perfumes, it's like the demand oh, and, yeah. you know, it's kind of, so one day maybe like, I'll probably regret saying this, but like, I might have to just go to a factory to be like, make this please. I can't do it in time. But at this point, mm. I like, how many, um, how, how many, uh, how many do you make of each of the 10? Yeah. So, um, I basically make like, you're going to like roll your eyes. Cause it's not much at all. It's like two liters of, um, concert, uh, no one liter of concentrate. So that will make about five liters of, um, you know, finished product. So that's about mm -hmm. 50 bottles, but generally, okay. so I don't, I've actually, for my first collection, the winter collection, I only made 20 of each. And then for this mm -hmm. collection, I only made 15 of each because I, hey. I just, and that's, you know, cause I think I'm making so many at once. I just kind of need to like make one and put it away make one and put it away. Cause you have to age them for like two months. So oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so Good it takes know. a while. So that's why when mm. people like message me being like, you know, I want a fragrance, uh, personalized, like, okay, see you in three months. Like, to be honest. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. And if you were to, uh, if someone wants to come and experience them, how do they, where, where can people s smell the range? Well, this is my biggest issue. So essentially mm. nowhere. <laughs> oh. It's very enigmatic. Um, I was doing pop-ups here and there since I first launched. Yes. Um, and that was great and getting people, you know, to come by. However, I do, this is my next thing. I need to make a sample pack so people can just, mm. it's just, um, originally like, wasn't my focus, but now it's kind of like the thing that people keep asking for and got to give people what they want. Does that mean that you would give uh, someone could like little sprayers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, and it, maybe, I mean, yeah, each bottle is a hundred. That could be. Yes. So like, well, that could be like a, I mean, you could charge for a little sample pack that people could just come yeah. and get like, you know, all yeah. 10 and then, exactly. and then wear, wear each one out in the town, mm. lean into their fuck boy, yeah, lean yeah. into their pretty yeah. boy. Yeah. And then that's, that, that, that would make a really cute way for people to, cause I know that my, uh, cause Jace, my boyfriend, he bought some jewelry and the jewelry designer made, uh, also makes perfume. So they gave him some samples and he's literally been wow. addicted to their fragrance ever since and has and wow. discovered it. But that's cool. Because of having given him a couple, he lent in and tried like a few days with each and would be like, what do you think of this? And it was a real game to play. It to is. Work it's out, really you know, fun. Because it's, it's, it's not just about that, the, the day that you might encounter something in a store, you really need to ex live with it in a few different scenarios to work out yeah uh, who this person is what are you going to take yeah yes what are you taking on a date what are you yeah. uh, taking to the club yeah. what are you taking are you, to, you know, to to lunch exactly to, <laughs> who are you taking to lunch who are you going out with you know it's that they, they are people they feel like people to me you're all characters so I yes think, yeah it's really good for people to just to try them on 
also it helps to, you know, cause I only do one size, a hundred mil, it's, it's a commitment. So you want to be able to know, you know, this is something I want to stick to. So well, how much do they retail for, for a hundred so mil? hundred mil, 330. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not cheap. It's not cheap, but you know, like, bes like getting a bes bespoke artisanal anything should be a, a higher price point yes. than <laughs> literally the chemist warehouse equivalent. Totally, you know? like it's, totally. It's, and I feel like if someone is making something by hand, <laughs> that mm. is taking you on a, a journey. And also, actually, speaking of my boyfriend, Jace, he does a, he really reminds me of the importance of just, like, if ever a friend makes a thing, releases a thing, like, makes a anything, whether it be a show, a mm. book, a bag, a t-shirt, he'll just get, he'll support that because he loves to be championing those offerings by the creative community. And it really inspires me to want to make sure I do the same thing Yeah, because it is really important. I think to be celebrating regardless of whether you uh, are in the, the market for that thing, I just think people need to, uh, to make more of the thing happen by supporting it, by buying it and letting, and letting everyone else know about it. Like, Hey, yeah. my friend Callum made this fragrance. What do you think of it? Um, you know, is, yeah. is there a, when, I, when you think about, oh, sorry. Oh no, I was going to say, I, I'm complete. I'm so grateful for the support I get from, you know, yeah, the people like Jace who come to the launch and they want to support the brand. Cause they know that it's just, you know, me huddled up in a room, you know, doing it all. So I think it's, it's really important for like, yeah, any type of art form to be, to have that support. Because, you know, you have something to fight against the backlash and the negativity and the, you know, the comments where people are saying, I have an unbearable face, an unbearable brand. It's like, that's fine. You know, I have all these people in my corner and I have so much support that whatever this you're throwing at me, just, it doesn't hit me. I, isn't it amazing that, um, the, it's, I actually feel like the thing that is motivating that negativity more than anything is that you dare to express yourself and yeah. you dare to, to step out on, on a limb and make a thing yeah. because someone clearly, if these people are engaging in a fragrance, if in the IMDB of fragrance blogs, <laughs> yeah. they are interested in fragrance. They're probably quite passionate about it. They probably have a lot of vested interest in, in fragrance as a, a form. Mm -hmm. And yet the idea that some upstart hipster in Tom Ford knockoff sunglasses, oh, actual sunglasses, actual. is <laughs> daring, daring to make, to, to make an uh, offering into the space. It, yeah. People will be enraged. Yeah. Like, you know, they think I, I could do that. I should be able to do that. Who does this piece of person think they are to do the thing that I should be doing? Exactly. But rather than them take a look at themselves as to the reason why they're not doing it, that same negative feeling of self gets projected outwards towards you mm -hmm. and they can't really comment on the fragrance because they can't smell it. So all they yeah. can do is comment on the font, yeah. your glasses, the, the, yeah. what you're wearing, like your, your big stupid face. My stupid like, face. You know, all of the... No, I'm like, <laughs> the reason I was wearing those glasses, to be frank, well, besides being, you know, the Lisa Renard of Melbourne, I wanted to kind of cover my, I was having, I was a bit like tired. So I was like, oh, I'll just wear these. Cause you know, it would cover up my face. Pierce, I, 
I love those glasses so much. And I tried to get them when I saw that, that they were yeah. available, but I just, they were gone by the time I tried to get my hands on them. So well, now what the, if I could? Now you know? this, you know, after this fragrantica moment, the sales are going to go. So release another. <laughs> um, no, but it's honestly like, yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny because I didn't, it was more of a shock or I was more confused because I was like, I thought people would be excited. I thought, um, that would be an exciting thing, you know, that Melbourne has a new brand because we don't really have that culture here. We're, it's, we're not in Paris. We're not in New York. We don't have this massive influx of, you know, independent perfumers. But, hey, that's fine. It's I, I feel like you've just got to keep doing it because the the important thing is that those who are actually your customers yeah. will really resonate with all the things that you're doing and that will be the 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 very same things that that the people that aren't your customers that you don't want to impress will be repelled by it's almost like wearing a really um divisive ensemble yeah. when you go through life and the right people come up to you and know that you're an interesting person and, and will encourage a, a line of dialogue mm. and the wrong sort of people will be a little bit taken aback and possibly repelled. Yes. But you've ultimately dodged a bullet. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It separates the wheat from the chaff. Is that what they say? The wheat from the chaff. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's true. It's like, if you're not and, my audience, you're not my audience and that's fine. Cause I'm probably not yours, you know, and we can move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's small batch, babe. It's small batch. Yeah. We're small um, batch and look, you know, not everyone wants to smoke a fuck boy, but some days I do. It's yeah, these are exactly. things, this is not me being mean. This is me saying there's such a there's so such a thing and I just wanna you know, this is an ode to him, to that person. It's a cultural yeah, yeah. and also we uh, the fuckboy is, uh, is it's of the moment. It you is, know? it is. It's a it's a it's a it's a buzz concept that we are currently living through mm -hmm. and it's it's it speaks to that. Which yeah. is another perfect thing about the small batch nature of it all, is you can engage in a dialogue with society as to what people are turned on by and responding to and potentially even exactly. challenged by. Yeah. And then next season there'll be a whole nother evolution of of, of yeah. who they who they are. I mean Fuckboy will probably, you know, might discover uh, his yeah. His tenderness, his vulnerability, and oh, become, of course. you know, he might, uh, you know, mean, cozy, cozy, cozy lover on the couch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like um, some, you know, all grown up. You know, like he's, you know. Mm. But you know what? I think Fuckboy is going to stay oh. around for a while. If you ask me. Good. Yeah, me too. Good. I, I'm happy about that. Um, so when, uh, so that you can be, because uh, people will be hearing this, and they'll really want to engage in mm. your story. Uh, are you, um, how's, what's the best way for people to make sure that they find out about when your, your next releases and yeah. the, the next batch of, so, of work that you're making, how can people I enter your ecosystem? The most, the easy, most accessible, the easiest way to find me is Instagram, Pedrosart perfume. Um, however, you could, you know, look at my website, but I'd stick to the Instagram because I'm always just like doing secret little updates. You know, and I don't post too much, which is great because, you know, when people, when brands do that, it's a bit like, oh, stop, you know, in my do opinion. You, do you have a, like, have, were you collecting um, email addresses? Have you got like a mailing list? I don't happening? have one yet. See, you see, I'm so, I'm such a uh, fledgling that I'm so, you know, I'm too well, busy I, with my that, head down. That's, I know you're too busy um, fielding negative responses. Yeah. If you, um, but that, that's really important um, as someone who, works with with different creatives and brands to build their to be able to grow a community yeah um 
you don't want your community to only be able to access you through Instagram because like we saw with Facebook, it can yeah. go away in, yeah, in a heartbeat. That's and, true. And everything you build up might be become redundant. So yeah. you actually need to uh, email is the only true way to to be able to own your your community and, and no, continue totally. to, to communicate with them. Yeah. So um, however you can start to to gather email addresses for people who want to who are interested. Yeah. Um, is it, as soon as you can do that, the better, because, um, you know, it, it, Instagram might all of a sudden go the way of yeah. Twitter or Facebook or any of the platforms that have just, it's <laughs> just true. kind it's, of starts as tailspin. I can't rely on anything at this point. You know what I mean? We don't know what's next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't know, who, who could we rely on? Exactly. Ourselves, yeah. Callum. Ourselves. I, I know. Uh, what else am I going to do? It's only just me here. Um, no, but yeah, I, exactly. I, yeah, I do. I think you're right. Mailing list is great because also like it's a bit more private as well for some people, you know. Um, and emails. And also clearly, you know, you're really um, adept at creating an experience graphically that supports the, you know, sensory experience. So how fabulous that you can continue to um, engage with your audience in ways that is um, in the written word and in the graphic sense. And, you know, unlike all of the mountainous emails, mountain of emails that we get for things that we don't care about, Yeah, you know, a beautiful artisanal statement around great work it would be a delight to engage with in a in a monthly email, for oh, example. It's so, true. That's um, yeah, and that's yeah. where I, I I love telling stories, and that's where I get my that's where it all comes from. So, yeah, it's perfect. Uh, well, I I have loved I've loved chatting to you so much, and I really I'm, I'm so impressed by just the 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 fact, the fact that you've just gone and done a thing that so many people dream of. You know, everyone. Yeah dreams of, of something as epic as launching their own fragrance and so few people do so that is that i mean that by itself is is worth celebrating let alone thank the you. fact that it's beautiful and so so exquisitely crafted thank you so much i no, i really appreciate being able to come online and feel the positive vibes you know now i'm, I'm uh, balanced <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, oh, um, amazing. Well, I will, I'll, I'll include, I'm going to include links so that anyone who's listening to this can, can look yeah. in the show notes and connect to your, um, to your Instagram page. And yes. And so that, and if you manage to let, let's talk offline so that we can get you yeah. a mailing list that people can start sign up to yes. because people will want to know as these things come out every, every six months or so, because yeah. I know, would, yeah. It's, and it's I, small I need batch. to come to Sydney. I need to do a Sydney pop-up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You should. Yeah. That'd be fun. Love it. Um, all right. Thanks, Kelly. Well, Thank I'll, you so um, much, yeah, Dan. Um, chat to you soon. Yeah, this is beautiful. Thank you. My pleasure. Bye. Bye.